There's a famous um, joke that Bono told on The Late Late Show back in the day. Pardon the amazing generalizations, but this isn't my joke. The American stands at the bottom of the hill and he looks up to the hill and he sees the big mansion on the hill and he goes, one day I'm going to be that guy. And the Irish guy, he stands at the bottom of the hill and he looks up at the big mansion and he goes, one day I'm going to get that fella. Tall poppy syndrome right there. And I've been thinking a lot recently and I thought, you know, why not make why not make a talk about it? Okay, there's some things that might be, you know, Irish patterns, but some of this stuff I think we all might be able to learn something from. We're talking about the usual stuff here of like vice and virtue. And what of my in my thinking, my attitudes, my culture, my background, I've learned stuff that's really unhelpful and unhealthy. And if I spot it, then I can do something about it. But if I don't, then I can't. So I share these thoughts for your meditation to see, right, is, do I, do I have some of this? There's a form though of self-starvation going on here. I really want a cup of tea, but I'm not letting you know. We'll say no until it almost feels in the conversation like me saying yes to the offer of tea. It's like I'm doing you a favor. Oh, go on. Fair enough. Go on. Are you making it yourself? Like, I don't, I don't want you to feel bad. So go on, give me the cup of tea. <laughs> what, what, what is, what's going on there? One thing, at least for me, when I'm doing this is I don't want to seem needy. I don't want to express any need because if I express need, I'm vulnerable. If I let you know that I'm hungry, I'm vulnerable. If I let you know, I really, I really, I'd love that cup of tea. I'm vulnerable and I don't want to be vulnerable even with my good friends. I want to appear like I'm fine. I have it all together, all sorted. Thanks very much. And I wonder if it's a little bit connected to the giving and receiving of compliments. Again, in Ireland, at least, often this is a thing where we don't receive compliments well. We go into false humility, which is something I've talked about before. You know, you sang that song so beautifully. Not at all, it was rubbish. Oh, that's right. That's right, I was lying. It was rubbish. You're rubbish. And I'm a liar. <laughs> See what happened there? It's like, oh my gosh, that's so insulting. I just honored you. I was vulnerable by honoring you, by saying, that was really beautiful. So I'm expressing my heart and my honest reaction to you. Well, at least that's all we can know is that I'm being honest, right? And you deny me. You shut me down because you don't want to seem big-headed and arrogant. Which, you know, it's good not to be big-headed and arrogant. But if it seems necessary to insult people in order to avoid the vaguest possibility of being big-headed and arrogant, then we have a problem. I was talking to someone recently, also Irish. They were just really rejoicing in the fact that it seems to them that young adults and young people seem more able to receive compliments, to be able to believe the truth, that they're actually lovable, that they have gifts and there's good things about them. Again, this might seem insane and obvious to you, but it's not to everyone on this island, me included. Now, here's my little thought about some of this. If I'm starving myself of, let's say, people's say, praise and acknowledgement, so I can't receive it at all. I just, someone says something nice and I block it. Okay, someone tries to be kind to me, offer me a gift or, or some food, cup of tea, and I block it. What am I doing? Okay, I'm staying safe. But to stay safe, to stay uh, invulnerable, I have to, in a sense, I have to cut people out. I have to starve myself of actually things I need. These are basic needs. You can look up Maslow, a psychologist, I believe, who talked about the, you know, the basic needs of the human person. So I'm sitting there now starving emotionally, maybe even physically, but that comes at a cost, right? And the cost emerges 
when I see somebody else saying yes to it. When I see somebody else doing well in a way that I've said no to because I don't want to seem big-headed or arrogant. So I've played it small my whole life because I don't want anybody to be triggered or envious or, or whatever else. So I'm going to hide my gifts and talents. And if someone you know, tries to pull me out, I'm just I'm going to fight it tooth and nail. So if you compliment me, I'm going to shut that down. If you try to encourage me over the long haul or, you know, speak about, you know, have you got a plan for your life? You know, to, you've got a massive gift here. Why don't you do something about it? And I shut that down in the long game and the small short game. Short game, long game, whatever. If I see somebody else doing well, who's, who doesn't have those hang-ups, and he said, you know what, I'm going for it. What comes up to you? Who does your man think he is? It's exactly what starts coming up. Resentment starts coming up. As an Irishman, I know this because I felt it. I'm like, oh! Envy starts coming up. <sighs> Envy is me feeling sad because you got something good. Why would that come up? Because I want that thing. Because I recognize that thing's a good thing. I could do with that thing. But I've starved myself because I've got the message somewhere in my life that I'm supposed to starve myself at this thing. Otherwise, somebody's going to shame me and say, who do you think you are, you gluttonous pig? Go on, would you look at your stuff in your face? I'm not stuffing my face. I'm just hungry and eating. You'd get off me back. Well, anyway, somewhere we got this message that if we, if we go for what we actually want, even if we go for what we actually need, that's a bad thing. We've been shamed about it. So I'm keeping my mouth shut. Somebody else goes for it. They get it. And what am I going to do? I'm going to do exactly what was done to me. I'm going to shame you. I'm not going to try and cut that tall pup poppy down, puppy, because it hurts. Because I'm hurting myself. I'm starving myself. I'm starving myself because I think somewhere in my head or my heart that that's the right thing to do. So when I see you not starving yourself, somewhere in my head, I'm wondering, do I think that's the wrong thing to do? So I need to try and control you and shut you down. These are just my thoughts. This is just something that makes some sense of my weird Irish heart. And it's not just an Irish thing, right? It's just a human thing. This is just whatever. It happens to be quite popular here in Ireland, but I'm like anybody could have these funny thoughts. They're not so funny. They're funny, peculiar, not funny. <laughs> right? They're messed up in a way, in loads of ways, really big ways. And you see this over and over again. It's kind of a famous thing among Irish actors and performing artists and singers. It's the Irish, we can kind of turn our, on our own. Like if someone tries to make it in the American scene and they don't, like, eh, look at your man. Eh, begrudgery, begrudgery. They're kind of happy when they don't make it. Why? Is that, is that really healthy? Is that really loving? No, it's not. It's really unhealthy and unloving. It's definitely not virtuous. Freudenschada. Freudenschada, which means joy at somebody else's bad. Somebody has like a bad run. They just come into trouble and we're sort of happy. Same stuff. Same stuff. Because of envy. is rooted in envy. Because I want that good thing. And uh, you, I see you going for it, but then you don't get it. And I'm like, I'm happy. Because I felt sad and I felt left out and I felt less than and I felt self-pity when I didn't get it and you did. And the reality is God is more than generous enough, lads. He is more than generous enough that all of us can have enough. 
We don't have to be biting and fighting at each other and criticizing and cutting each other down. It's just wrong. It's messed up and we shouldn't be excusing it and uh, perpetuating it and gossiping about it and all the other things, the funny things that I am very tempted to do and sometimes do. Yes, yeah, so there you go. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> I love being Irish, by the way. I absolutely love it. But I also recognize that I have stuff I need to work through that I've inherited some from my specific family and some from my big, big, beautiful Irish family. And I want to do my best to work through that stuff. So what I pass on to other people, what I pass on to the next generation is something better, which will be a really beautiful Ireland and a really better them than they might be if they just got what I got unedited. Anyway, there you go.